Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, beautiful humans. Welcome to episode 18 of Grovisation. Again, I feel like it's almost a tradition now that I should begin my podcast with an apology. <laughs> It is Friday. It is not Wednesday. I did record this episode on Tuesday, but due to the football on Wednesday, which I'm absolutely devastated about because I'm a huge football fan. That's a lie. I'm not. I'm not. But it's sad. It's sad, you know? And then uh, due to my life being absolutely insane on Thursday, I also forgot. So I cannot apologize enough. However, I do feel today is a special day as it is Friday the 13th of July, the day the devil comes to London. Oh yes, Donald Trump is here. Hmm. I'm not going to get political right now because uh, that's not what we're all about today. Well, it is, but not on this episode. So I'm going to jump straight in. This week's guest is a phenomenal woman. She's like... I, I can't even express, like, I do a lot of jobs, but she does so many things. She is so creative and so business-oriented. I just, I, I really, she's amazing. Like, if I have one fraction of her business sense, then I would be way better off than I am right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not jealous. I'm just in awe. She is gonna blow your mind. She's so lovely as well. She's so sweet. Her voice is really calming. I think you're gonna love her. Her name is Kato and she runs Steam Girl Official, the Instagram, which is linked to her website. She is a musician, she's a clothing designer, she's a model, she's fucking amazing. She's also an investor. She invests in other girls, like she helps them build their brand and their business. Like amazing, amazing. So if you have ever wanted to have some advice on how to build your brand or just generally take your business or anything like that, further she is your girl now i'm gonna shut the fuck up now because i've got to go and i've got to go and protest hard because wow what else could i do really who would i be if i was not going to the anti-trump protest today i would just have to fucking put my foot in my mouth yeah all right beautiful human beings i will love and leave you please enjoy episode 18 with the wonderful kato this is Crovisation. When I was growing up, all my role models were male. I didn't see anyone I could relate to in the press, online, anywhere. Now, I'm surrounded with the most phenomenal women. They've each endured unique hardships and survived. 
more than survived. They thrive. But still, women are not equal in the world, not represented in the media, not treated equally online, and still subjected to sexism in everyday life. Alternative women especially are more a hashtag than they are real humans. I want to change that. I want you to see the women I see. I want you to hear them. This is Croversation. Hey, beautiful humans. So, welcome back. My guest this week is an incredible woman. She is absolutely inspiring. I know I say that about everyone, but she is a formidable businesswoman. She is not only moved country, but she has set up a website successfully in an industry that is pretty much flooded already, but she's carved out a little niche for herself. She is amazing. So please welcome this wonderful lady, Kato. Oh, hi, what's up, Rebecca? <laughs> How are you doing, girl? You good? I'm good. I'm good. I am so stoked to finally be featured on Croversation because I am a huge, huge fan of no. your podcast. What's I your favorite just... one? Oh, I don't know. I love all of them. I Actually, I think um, one of my most favorite is, uh, and it may have been your most recent one with um, uh, Sunny Holiday. I thought that one was really cool she is an amazing woman and um yeah that was that's been one of my favorites and i love your q a's too your q a's are really cool oh thank you yeah. sunny's amazing isn't she like her life story is insane i'm like what like oh, it's absolutely insane i was listening to it and it's quite a long one and uh and it was just getting uh deeper and deeper and i'm like no way she's done that as well oh my god <laughs> it's weirder and weirder i'm like this woman can't be real oh, she's awesome. have you ever yeah. met her I've not met her. And then um, at the end of the podcast, she said that she was going to be um, performing at um, uh, Bar Sinister. Um, and I, live, I don't live too far from LA. So I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to go see them, fangirl. Girl, you have to meet her. Honestly, yes. I will set you guys up. You will get on like a house on fire. That would be awesome. Yes. So, Kato, you are obviously British from your voice, we can tell. I'm British. Yep. But you live where? I live in Southern California. I live about an hour southeast of LA in a cute little desert neighborhood called Loma Linda. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm focusing on my accent as much as I can right now and beefing it up a bit because (laughs) I've been here for 11 years and um, I'm sure as this uh, this podcast progresses, it's going to start slipping. You're going to start to hear like a little bit of... uh, bit of American coming through. <laughs> I'm the same. So Whenever I, I go there, it's easier. <laughs> oh, girl. So you're obviously an incredibly, incredibly, like, highly achieving woman. I'm just running through what your Instagram bio says is you run a website called Steam Girl. I do. You're a musician. You're a clothing mm-hmm. designer. Correct. You're an investor. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> tell me a little bit about your background. Like, what, what do each of those jobs entail briefly? Well, uh, Steam Girl is a uh, just uh, an erotic photography um, brand, so it's a lot like Suicide Girls, but it's a bit more stylized. There's a lot of cosplay-based stuff, a real high fantasy cinematic photography on there. So a lot of elves and a lot awesome. of Steam and cool stuff like that. That's been running for five and a half years now. Um, and then it has a sister site on it called Style Erotica, and that's for all of our non- uh, like non-steampunky stuff. So whenever we want to do some latex shoots and things like that, that's where that's where those photos go on that gallery. Um, so yeah, that's what uh, Steam Girl is. 
Um, yeah, I'm a clothing designer. I, I started a, a steampunk clothing company back in 2005 and um, yeah, uh, designed and made and sold and distributed everything myself for about eight years. And then, wow. uh, yeah, it was a lot of work. And I had, a, I had a, a, a small team of seamstresses working with me. But then in like 2012, I think, um, I licensed like my life's work to Dracula Clothing in Prague. Oh, so wow. now they- no, I've heard of them, yeah. Yeah, so they sell um, all of my stuff now, and I just have to design one or two collections for them a year. So it's much easier and way more enjoyable, and I don't feel like a sweatshop anymore, which is really nice. <laughs> yeah, so that's my clothing company. And then in terms of like brand investment, um, I I fund and launch other model sites for them. So I look for awesome talent and potential in, in other models, and I work with them to build up their own brand and create a website for them and basically try and save them all the stress and heartache and expense of of doing this yourself um, with no capital. So that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we both know how fucking expensive and time consuming it is to it's set your own brand up. Very stressful. So it's really nice to be able to save people that, that heartache. And I wish that someone had been there for me to help me with that. But it's nice to have the tools now and the experience to help other people do that. So Yeah, oh, I love that. That's so girl power. Yeah, very girl power. <laughs> I love it. Would you consider yourself a feminist, Kay? Um, I definitely have some um, feminist tendencies for sure. And I'm very open-minded and I have tons of feminist friends. I'm not a very active feminist, but I think I definitely have very feminist views at times. Oh, I love that. Oh, you're such a cool person. This is, I already Thanks. know this podcast is going to be amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. Obviously, it's quite interesting choosing to move countries. What led you up to um, moving to California? Um, it was love originally. I met um, I met a chap out here Aww. and we got married. Yeah, we're no longer together, but we gave it a really good run. We were married for 10 years. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's why I originally moved out here. And uh, and I lived up and down the West Coast. I've I originally moved to California. And then after four years, I packed up and moved up to Portland, Oregon. I lived there for four years. And then I bought a huge horse ranch. Amazing. <laughs> outside of Seattle I lived there for a year and then my marriage um my marriage fell apart and I decided to pack up and move back to California because I just I always felt like I left my heart here here in California like when I landed here when I was fresh off the boat um it was just so gorgeous and oh I just I, I mean you've been here you know it's like as soon yeah, as you're I'm running right, I'm grinning from ear to ear right now thinking about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you just like Step out of LAX airport and everything smells differently. It's warm and oh my gosh, I love it here so much. I don't I actually don't see myself living anywhere else to be honest. I yeah, I really really like it here. And I'm actually um, as of last week, I'm applying for citizenship. So <gasps> <gasps> gonna become an American. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm a little, I'm just really nervous by how much Trump hates immigrants right now. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, maybe it'd be safer if I just became an American. <laughs> like, my, one of my biggest fears would be deportation. Oh my gosh, I can't even, I can't even. <laughs> yeah, girl, that would be so absolutely scary. Like, you've obviously yeah. forged a life for yourself over there. Do you think it's really benefited your career? I think it has. I think it has. Now, I think that um, had I pursued the same thing, um, that I do now um, in the UK, but just a little later on, 
um, I probably would have been able to be as successful as I have been. But when I started all of this, there wasn't, there really wasn't such thing as social media. You know, mm. we only just about had internet installed at home. And I'm from Wales, by the way, so we're just a little further behind than the rest <laughs> of the <country. laughs> so, um, so I really do feel that like moving out here gave me much better chances. And and in the, the steampunk genre too, was just enormous over here when I arrived. So I had an, a massive market that was just hungry for all my stuff. And I think that really helped propel my career forward. So yeah, I think it's definitely helped. That's so cool. You've got your head screwed on. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> how is it? How is it running um, your erotica website? Then it's, it's like an empire. It must be stressful as fuck. I try to keep it. I try to keep it small and cute, so it doesn't get too stressful. There was a time early on where it was growing really rapidly. We had so many model submissions, and um, and it was just turning into this mini suicide girls, and it was just me running it. And I was, I had a small team of people helping me, but. It was so expensive and so stressful, and I decided let's just sort of keep it, try to keep it a little bit more consolidated and and, um, a bit more manageable. Um, And I've got it down to about four staff, and um, yeah, and I still still shoot and model a lot on it. I definitely use myself as the primary model when I launched it, Um, but yeah, I think we have about 60 models on there. That's awesome. yeah, which is really cool. And everybody's um, this wonderful little happy family. And we have awesome meetups and photo shoot fests here at my house or in Vegas. Um, I have another studio up in Portland. Um, I work very closely with um, my photographer, Genevieve. She's a model as well. She goes by Forbidden Realm. And uh, so, yeah, she has tons of my costumes and props and stuff up there. And so we'll do a lot of photo shoots up there rent out cabins in the forest and just compile tons of awesome photos and we update it uh, once a week every Saturday and it's a lot of work but it's it's really fun and it has a really big membership base and everybody's super supportive it's very cool it's mostly um our membership uh our demographics mostly artists there's tons and tons and awesome. tons of artists yeah yeah they just really appreciate the cinematic element to all our photos because we build all our photo sets too so we'll build like really, really elaborate ridiculous photo sets um oh my god go... yeah sounds yeah, so picturesque cool. like a little cabin in the woods and everything i can i would that's my jam right there it's been a great excuse to convert my house into one big photo studio so every room is themed um which is really really fun and i have a have a bit of a, a couch addiction and so it <laughs> I have, I'm up to about 11 couches no. now. I'm all like Victorian and awesome. And it's just such a wonderful excuse when everyone is like, I think you need to stop. I'm like, no, no, I need this for a photo shoot. <laughs> you don't understand. And then it's a tax write-off. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell yeah. It does make a huge difference, doesn't it? I've realized shooting my Patreon content um, that the location is, it really does add like a huge element to it. People have seen so many naked girls in front of white screens. Yeah, exactly. You want to keep it different for people and and create something they haven't seen before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So give me like, obviously you say it's quite a small business, but it doesn't it doesn't sound small to me, girl. Like, don't play it down. You're doing amazingly. <laughs> give me like a, a day in the life of running a business. Day in the life. Um, it can change week to week um, and day to day sometimes, depending mm-hmm. on what it is I'm focusing on. But I'll get up. Um, I get up really early. Everyone like can't believe like how early I get what up time? sometimes. I've been, I've been getting up at like sort of, like 5 a.m. Oh for, my god, what? Like seven years. <laughs> wow. I get up 
really I'm such a morning person though Rebecca and I'll like I'll get up and do all my housework and all the stuff I need to do I have this small pack of um Boston Terriers too so I need to like release the hounds <laughs> and do all, all that stuff and um pick up dog poop and uh yeah just take care of the house and stuff and then um hit the gym and then I'll ramp into either designing clothing for whichever collection we've got coming up if we're going to do a seasonal one this year or we're just gonna do one big fat annual collection um so yeah I'll be working on samples <clears throat> or um or I'll be editing and if I'm not editing I usually have a model staying here with me and I'll be like um organizing a photo shoot or two or three for her and knocking those out so yeah that's 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 most of my day it takes up a lot of time and that's yeah, so cool though, I love yeah. that you always have people staying there do you find you've really like made some like really strong friends you've really forged a family absolutely it's really really nice it's so nice having such a strong awesome circle of friends especially when you live in a country where you have no family it was really really difficult my first few years living here being I was a little baby too I was like 20 22 23 so it was um it was heartbreaking being here with <clears throat> no family and an eight hour time difference and so um yeah establishing a, a close-knit circle of, of friends and girlfriends has been fantastic especially as I really didn't have that many close female friends growing up they were really few and far between mm. in school I had just like one main friend you know I haven't really stayed in touch with anyone from school or college so I sort of like came here with no one and no love and <laughs> so oh no it's so sad yeah, it's just so nice to yeah slowly establish an awesome group of friends over the years. Yeah, I feel exactly the yeah. same. I obviously have my um, club night, and we've forged a family yeah. of about twenty-five girls. And honestly, oh, they are the close, like closest girlfriends I've ever had. I went to an all-girls school, and oh okay. yeah, 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 it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah, totally different. And then they, you know, some of them will become family to you as well. You, you sort of like, I don't know, you you love your family, but. Um, but but sometimes you can you can choose new family members for yourself that, Absolutely. that you had a communication with and yeah yeah, yeah. I mean support your local girl gang you, everybody needs a girl gang <laughs> so obviously you've got lots of girls on your books and you obviously spend a lot of time around models who um, I guess you we consider ourselves sex workers don't we we're in the I community. guess so, yeah I've I've mulled over this several times wondering as to I know that like erotic photography does generally fit under the category of, of sex work. Mm. I don't feel that, um, you know, we have it as, as difficult when mo what we mostly do is just sort of erotic photography. I think that we're, we're quite, we're quite safe. We have it a bit more easy, but, um, yeah, I, I definitely think it does fit under the, the sex work category. Yeah. So what's, yeah. what's kind of the mood over there, like with all your girls and everything and you, um, regarding sex work, obviously like Foster and Sester has come in recently yeah. and fucked shit up. It really has fucked shit up for a lot of, um, a lot of my close friends who do do stuff that's a little more um, risque and considered more taboo than than um, just you know nude photography. Um, and uh, one of my closest friends is pretty much out of work and having and, and just having this this enormous panic, wondering what she's supposed to do now. Um, so yeah, it really has messed a lot of stuff up. I understand the intention behind Foster and Sester. It's very I mean, it's, it's, it has very good intention. Like yeah. sex, sex trafficking is terrible. Like, Awful. Yeah, we have to sometimes put a stop to that. But I don't think that um, shutting down 
entire websites and you know putting all this fear into other sites to shut down their factions and their pages is really the solution to it but it's difficult to talk about because I, I'm not really sure what the solution actually is I know that having these these websites up and running was actually helping organizations um, to identify and reach out to victims of sex trafficking so by shutting them down now they can't reach them and there's also no evidence either um, for prosecuting any of the um, any of the traffickers so yeah it's, it's, it's dumb it's like it's like pulling all your teeth out so that you never have any dental problems it's oh my God, like that's exactly right so stupid <laughs> like why would you shut down the entire site now everybody definitely has to take to the streets and stuff and everyone's way more at risk and oh I don't know it's crazy isn't it like honestly how are you supposed to identify who's at risk when everybody's crammed in the same box yeah it was um yeah all these sites up until now have been yeah the main avenue for certain organizations to find people and victims and help them out and but yeah it's, it's a lot harder now so yeah, I feel like I feel like it's it's probably done a lot more damage than it has it has good. Completely, and I think it's only going to keep going. Like um, only recently, my personal Patreon got suspended. I managed to get it back, but okay, it's super scary. Do you have any fears or anything like that for your work? Yeah, I lost my Patreon too. Um, like two days ago. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Back to you. I got it back to you. I had a little mini panic and worked really hard at getting it back. Um, yeah, I I think that. Like I was saying, I think that erotic photographers and erotic models, so long as you run your business as professionally as possible, um, I don't really think the way we are at as much risk. Um, and by professionally, I mean making sure that you get every model to sign a release form and you get a scanned copy of her ID and you know her age and everything and everything's she's legal and everything is absolutely fine. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that, you and I are all right, um, but I think once you're doing a little, a little extra, or you're definitely so you're in the porn industry, for example, and you're mm. you're going off to LA and shooting scenes. Um, I don't know. There's it's just it's it's such a huge industry too. It's so huge. I know that there's so many people that aren't really doing their job properly and Completely. as cleanly and legally as possible. And there's there's so many there's so many payments under the table and. I just feel like people just need to treat it like a like a proper proper job. They need to have everything accounted for and be paying their taxes because then you're probably going to be a bit a little bit safer. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree. I've had a lot of people discussing it recently on my um on my Instagram, and I think a lot of people assume that sex workers don't pay their taxes and stuff. Like, of course they yes, pay their taxes. I saw the, I saw the comments that one post of you. Um, uh, yeah, you were protesting. I think. Yeah. And, yeah, the comments were out of control, and I couldn't believe how many people thought that it wasn't real work, and that yeah, people weren't actually paying paying their taxes, and yeah, it was bizarre. That I don't know bizarre. how they think we're getting away with it. Like, what kind of wonderful life do we live? <laughs> you handled that post really well, by the way. Those comments, some of them were just ridiculous, Aww. and you handled all of them with such grace. It was it was amazing to see. I was reading so many of them and I was there for, I was like reading for way too long. I was like, okay, there's just too many. I'm going to start reading all these now. But yeah, it was <laughs> really cool. You're awesome. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I, I feel like educating is the only way and that's why we're having this conversation right here, right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Kate, is, obviously you, you said you have a Patreon, but is, is it different running your Patreon to running your own um, Steam Girl site? 
Um, it is a little different. I offer different content um, and way more high-res downloadable sets than I do on our website. Um, I, I give away probably a little less content and it's a little bit more expensive, but it's it's there for people that want to see things early and want sneak peeks of stuff. Um, I'm actually kind of struggling at juggling that along with everything else right now, but it definitely helps. It helps supplement my income. Yeah. So, yeah, Aww. yeah. So would you recommend, like, obviously girls are... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market up their patrons and stuff now it's going to be tricky for them do you think it's better for them to go down the route of joining a site like steam girl it probably is um in terms of longevity it's going to be way more secure to have your own site or to join a site like steam girl or suicide girls um that is likely going to stick around they're you know we're bigger companies um we're bigger brands and we do everything properly and you're not going to lose um, you're not going to lose your profile, your page on there, your your photos, and there's always going to be work for you. There's, there's always going to be money. Um, whereas, yeah, Patreon is a bit more washy. They're having to constantly update their policy. Um, and they're, I mean, any of these sites are really quite afraid. It's, it's, it's very difficult for them to monitor the content that's being released. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some really hardcore stuff on Patreon that lasts for a month or two and then gets found out and shut down. But there's, it's constantly popping up. And like I said, a lot of these sites are pulling some of their pages or their entire site themselves out of fear. I mean, there are some sites that got shut down by the FBI, but there are other ones that are just so afraid of the five-year sentence that they're being threatened with if they get found out that there is any sort of sex trafficking happening or even a hint of it happening on their site. So, yeah, I, I'm sure... I'm sure Patreon is shitting themselves right yeah. now. It's, what did you yeah. say? Five, a five-day sentence? Is that the punishment? It's a five-year um, prison sentence. There's an enormous fine, but they, they're just, in terms of yeah, CEOs of those companies, they're just going straight after them and threatening them with a huge, huge sentence, prison sentence. So um, Craigslist 
um, classified their personals, they just like pulled all of that down straight away. Yeah, Craig's I saw that. Jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the government itself hasn't shut down that many sites themselves. It's the websites that are terrified, and they're they're just closing them down because they're like, I'm not going to risk it. But yeah, so I, I'm sure Patreon's feeling it too. Damn girl, that's fucking insane. So yeah, I think I think I might be to be coming to you for for a website. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, in terms of the um, branding investment, I have launched sites for some of my most popular models on Steam Girl and Stella Rodica. And then there are others that have submitted sets here, there, and I've just sort of like seen their potential and then built them up. I have a, I run three websites currently. I have four signed models, but I built and run uh, three sites for three awesome girls. Um, one is uh, the model named Octokuro. She's based in Russia. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen her. Yeah, I launched her site for her about a month ago. <clears throat> She's had a really great first month. And then I have another model named Rin, and we've been running her site for about three and a half years now. She was our first model, and her site's doing great. It's called rincity.com. And then, yeah, my friend Genevieve. So we run Forbidden Realm for her. And uh, they're all quite different, too, which is really cool. <clears throat> and then Rin actually just released a a sort of sister gallery on the side, a lot like Stalerotica is to Steam Girl, and it's called dustrat.com, and that's, that's really cool. It's just all her all her own hand-picked models, and, um, yeah, it's it's very cool. I love how creative all of these names are and everything. Everything about you yeah. screams creativity. I love branding. Oh, my gosh, I love coming up with brand names, and um, I just run with it. My brain, I just, I'll come up with, like, four or five brand-new products and brands and websites every day like I'm always just buying domain names I'm like that would be brilliant for something <laughs> way too many domains I'm probably never going to use so oh my gosh I just yeah I have, I have too much of that <laughs> I love that I, how important is brand to like a model coming up do you reckon it's so important oh my gosh it's so important and it's really important to stick with it like definitely yeah once you've once you've chosen your alias your model name really stick with it um and um yeah, just 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 make sure that everything you're you're doing is around is around that and your name and your image and oh gosh, I mean, come up with a logo if you can. I mean, it's really really important. Absolutely. So, what's kind of like um the process? So, a girl you have either chosen or girls come to you and approached you. Um, how does it come from being kind of like oh I I want you to build a website for me fully fully through to like the conception and launch? So yeah, so like I said, I'll either um kind of gauge who's the most popular model on my site or I can just kind of tell because they're just blowing up online and you know a star when you see one you know yeah I really do and um yeah so I just approach her and and let her know what I offer and if she wants to go down that route and save herself all the hassle and then sign a contract with me and we usually keep them about just a year because I'm not about making money off of models it's about let me see how much I can hassle I can save you and once you take off if you want to grab all this and go that's absolutely fine you know what I mean yeah. um, and um, and yeah and then it'll take and I have like a, a two-person uh, graphic design team and we'll just like work with the model to decide how she'd like her site to look and uh, what she'd like on there and then uh, we'll spend like a couple of months <clears throat> building it and launching it and then uh, yeah I'll provide her with cool banners and stuff that she can take to events so she can have like a really legit looking booth and just promote herself and I'll take care of everything and webmasters and fees and payment process and everything all she has to do then is just shoot and provide content I so love just the that. 
just the fun creative <clears throat> creative stuff yeah yeah oh i love that because i obviously we've been in the industry a long time and some of the people that used to employ me weren't particularly good at like giving me control sometimes they'd publish shots and stuff that i didn't I really mm-hmm. didn't want on the internet and stuff i think yeah. or do you think that like the kindness route is so much better than going down and trying to just grab money absolutely it absolutely is it's 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 so awful when you do have like terrible photos of published of yourself and you don't have that control i really want to be able to give models the control over their own content and they only release stuff that they want edited the, the way that they wanted it to be edited or or you know after they've edited edited it themselves so um yeah it's so important to just let models do their thing and feel really confident and happy about the content of themselves that's being released especially if it's nude content it's like the most intimate thing that you could so you could you could give away to the world so it's so important to make sure everyone is 100 percent happy with all of that i love that yeah it's such a shift in the industry i think patreon although it's going downhill now it, it was one of the huge things that really opened up to me to be able to take full control like i rarely shoot for anyone else anymore yeah, that's brilliant. That's really cool. It's so good. So, okay, you started off modeling. Was that your kind of like first reach into self-employment? Um, let me see. Oh gosh. I I've I've been obsessed with just wanting to work for myself since I was a little little kid. Likewise. And yeah, and I um um had lots of little jobs here and there. And then when I by the time I was about 17, I think, um I started a brand uh, named Moshka, and I made synthetic hair falls, dreads. Oh, amazing. Yeah, and little beanie hats and um, accessories. And I was sewing some clothes, but they were kind of, they were shitty looking. They were pretty crappy. (laughs) I was learning and ran that for a while. But like I said, you know, there was no social media. We barely had an internet connection at home. So it was a lot of just driving around wales and and england and hitting up lots of different fairs and craft fairs and markets and stuff like that and selling it all um and then uh yeah i went to i went to art school for fashion and textiles um i studied fine art for a bit and then yeah specialized in fashion and textiles and i wanted to be a fashion illustrator but there's really not as much money in that as there is in just running your own clothing company so yeah yeah so um yeah so i i think i was designing and selling clothes for close friends and friends of friends and building up a really small client base um yeah right like a year about a year before i i immigrated out to the us um yeah so yeah kind of it's always been i've always been heavily immersed in anything creative and yeah creative arts and i've i've done some some costume work for small London theatre productions, just little one-offs, things I was barely paid for, but it was just really good experience, you know, really good stuff. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I've, I've worked a ton of your your regular nine-to-fives too, lots of like retail and serving coffee. Oh, really? And, yeah, I was a care worker for a couple of years. Oh, amazing. Yeah, and it, I had to really, really work my butt off to um, afford um all the immigration stuff it's that gets really expensive so oh girl, I, I was like, working a couple of jobs and doing night shifts and stuff and but yeah managed to afford it all when was the point where you kind of like took the leap you were like oh, i'm going to be self-employed as of now oh um probably when i set foot in the states 
yeah, when I arrived here. I, I did actually apply, um, I hit up lip service and wanted to see if they needed any designers. They were really interested in my work, but they were looking for menswear designers more than more, more women's wear. And um, there, there was a few people that wanted seamstresses, but I really didn't think that I was good enough to be sewing for other people just yet. And uh, so, yeah, I just just bought myself a sewing machine and just really got going and worked really, really, really hard. I was using MySpace mostly to to uh, build my brand um, and it just took off. Yeah, it was very cool. That's so cool. You're such a creative person. And like, Thank you. I think in the creative industries, it's so important to diversify, especially when you're self-employed because nobody really has like one job. No, exactly. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And, and you're a musician as well. Yeah, well, that, that's yeah, that's brand new actually. I've always wanted to um, to pursue music. I I grew up. Um, I have a very pushy mom who made me take piano lessons, and I played <laughs> guitar and bass, and um, and then sort of like left it be for a long time. And then <clears throat> I met my <clears throat> my new partner Derek, who I'm with. We've been together for a couple of years now, and uh, he's a musician of like twenty something years, or a very seasoned musician, and um, yeah, actually, one of our one of our friends heard me singing one one evening, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, you're really, really good." And I just shrugged it off. I was super shy about Aww. it, like that she'd heard me singing, and uh, she dared us to start a band. She was like, "You guys should totally, totally think about this." And I just laughed about it at the time. But then over the following like two or three days, Derek and I were looking at each other like, "Maybe we should." Does that seem good? Yes. Kind of... So yeah, we've been for the last year and a bit working on our first album which we finally just released our band is called dk zero and it is very heavily influenced by awesome throwback industrial so your your favorite nine inch nails and oh, your favorite amazing. i love nine inch nails your favorite version of marilyn manson and then lots of um patman 5000 and dope and um with like a little bit of like weirdness in there and we've we're, we're going down a slightly poppier route as well right now just kind of like throwing a lot of stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks and we've um we've met a really great producer here in LA named Charles Callahan and he's been working really closely with us to really define our sound and we're just very open to being molded into whatever we feel is right for the times and um, feels current and marketable and radio, somewhat radio friendly. Mm. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's good. We released a couple of music videos. Um, they're blowing up and oh, My it's girl, Savannah was in one. Yes, she was. I your love girl. her. <laughs> I flew her out from Ohio and she brought Deb with her. Oh, so, God, so cute. Uh, Savannah and Deb were in it and they were amazing and I hired her to um, do some fire performance for it and she nailed it. She was so much fun. She's a she queen, so right? Cool. I love that girl. She's a queen. I love her. I love her butt. I love her butt so much. Best <laughs> <laughs> <Best> bottom. <laughs> she's, she's the same though, isn't she? She has so many jobs. I think, honestly, I keep going on about it recently to anyone that's coming up in the industry is diversifying is literally the key. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah she she's branded herself really well as have you so many Thank of you. your of your awesome your awesome troop um yeah just every time I'm looking at your Instagrams and stuff and I see something else you're doing and now there's like stickers and now there's like a tote bag and now there's this with your face on I'm like oh my <laughs> god I should be 
doing the stuff. These girls are just forging like ahead. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Honestly, it, it really is the key. Um, do you have any yeah. like advice for girls? Obviously, like everybody wants to try and find who they are very quickly. So I think a lot of people try different things, but they almost mm -hmm. try and spread themselves too thinly. Do you have any advice for people trying to like find their thing? I think it, there's nothing wrong with just trying as many different things as you can, as long as you don't exhaust yourself or accidentally work with the wrong people. But then again, that's really good experience too. I feel like trial and error is fine and it's totally okay to make your own mistakes. I talked about wanting to save other models from, from the stress of it all, but at the same time, it is really important to have shitty experiences sometimes. You you become you become really savvy to all of it and um, and not hardened, but you know, you, you kinda of, you do, you toughen up a little bit and it makes you um, just way more experience at being able to move forward in the best <clears throat> best, most efficient way. Um, I think it's absolutely fine to try as many different things as you can and just really explore everything that you're you're able to that is that is at your at your fingertips and networking with people and working with the right people, finding cool people that share those same interests that um, have good intentions and want to move forward with you. I think it's really, really important to network as much as possible. Um, and yeah, I feel like a lot of my best work has come about as as a result of really cool collaborations. So yeah, I think that would be one of my biggest pieces of, is of, of advice is just, you know, yeah, networking and finding, finding really like-minded people to work with. Totally. It's absolutely who you know, isn't it? Yeah, it really is sometimes. Yeah. Do you have any Especially... advice? Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, especially in this industry. Yeah. 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 It's so creative and everything. And like, it's hard to kind of like put your achievements down on paper sometimes. I think just talking to other people and coming up with amazing ideas is the way. We live in such an amazing time. We live in such an amazing area where we have so much incredible, fast technology. I mean, do you remember when we were trying to brand ourselves, but you'd have to come home to use your desktop computer or your laptop if you had one? Oh my God, yes. You know, there, you know, there was, you had to wait all day and there was no like, oh, I can just do it now. And I can just actually, I can just make a video on my phone right now. And I can edit it on my phone right now and throw it up on Instagram. And then I can share it over here too. You know, it's, it's absolutely incredible. It's, it's such a, such a fun time to live oh my in. God. It's scary, isn't it? Like I actually, until you just mentioned it then, I completely forgot that originally I didn't even have Instagram. I know it's weird. Huh? I was like, what? <laughs> so bizarre. So bizarre. Yeah. Obviously in, we're moving in, we're living in a really fast paced world and stuff like that. And, putting up content's really hard and content gets taken down have you had yeah. any really really like unique challenges that you've overcome um i've lost a lot of content i've had to it's been difficult navigating what uh, what's going to stay what you can post what you can get away with in terms of unique challenges i think just um knowing who to trust it comes down to people again i think um there are a lot of mean people out there that want to take advantage of, of women and models, um, especially. And I think that's been the most difficult thing. It's just sort of like knowing who to trust. It's 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 difficult because you don't want to become a hardened bitch. You don't want to be a big asshole totally. and not trust anyone. You know, you you still want to have a big smile on your face and just happy to meet new people and and be the best version of yourself that you can for them but at the same time you really you really don't know a person until you've you've worked with them for quite some time um and i've i've had a lot of heartbreaking moments where <clears throat> i've put invested a lot into people only to find out that they just they were just totally fake and just riding stuff the whole time and oh God, and sad 
yeah, sabotaging me behind my back, just jealous and and sort of like trying to ruin things for me business wise the whole time. Um, while while smiling, you know, and so, so I wouldn't. So heartbreaking! Sort of How awful! It's really tough. So that's been one of the biggest challenges is 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 catching that and recognizing that in people early on. Um, there's a lot of vampires out there so yeah 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 so um I think I've gotten better at it just when I think I have it happens again but um but it's always a lot easier to deal with the, yeah. the second yeah around you know. um comes back to what you yeah. said earlier about experience isn't it like sometimes you get fucked over but if you learn from it it's not a mistake really absolutely and it's so important to have a thick skin and those experiences do toughen you up as well and as as an erotica model, you need the thickest skin of all. You really do. Hugely. You do. Yes. Even just for the Instagram comments and then everything else that comes on top. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, yeah. you're so you're so down to earth. Like, you're obviously an insanely successful woman. You've moved halfway across the world. I cannot believe how chill you are. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. It's all the I just get so much vitamin d here i'm just i'm just chill yeah <laughs> i can only like imagine how much happier i would be if i lived in a sunny country <laughs> yes <laughs> so i'm afraid we're running out of time super fast that went so insanely quick this is awesome this has been so much fun thank you so I, to be honest I, rebecca i've been trying not to fangirl the whole time because i'm such a huge no. fan of I am, I am, and I'm just like after devouring all of your episodes of Crovisation, and then you asking me to, to um, be on your show. I just, I was just like, oh, but I'm, how can I be one of those awesome women? She, she's me as one of these cool people. And, Shut oh my gosh, up, like... you are amazing. <laughs> Honestly, every time I look at your Instagram, I'm like, oh my god, just everything down from your branding to your image to your hard and working ethic. Like you release content constantly. I'm like, oh my god, I need to release a set today. What? <laughs> you are so on top of it and you're so inspiring I, I think a lot of people should really look up to you for sure thank you so much I definitely feel the same way about you and I, I admire how active you are I wish I really do feel like I should be way more active um, in terms of the doing and the making of podcasts and public things that are going to reach people a lot better than just a photo here or a photo there I feel like you're you're a huge inspiration to so many young women and i'm like i'm in, in absolute awe of everything that you do oh thank you so much well this is your chance do you have any do you have any advice for women worldwide what do we need to do to try and stop all these horrible laws coming in and fucking us up what should we do uh be as professional as you can um i don't know if like playing it safe is even even a uh, a suggestion but um yeah. <laughs> no um yeah, be professional take care of yourself, um, try to just, um, gosh, I mean, it really does depend what it is that you do for a living, mm. what are the people focusing on, but um, cover your ass and make sure that you've got everything backed up and you have a plan B and a plan C because we just, we don't know what this government is going to do next, so yeah. That's really real advice. I like that. I, I feel like everyone always always like we got to be awesome and stick together and it's going to be fine. But realistically, it might not be. You know? realistically, realistically, it probably won't be. So I, I definitely say just sort of prepare for that. Be as strong as you can be. Um, yeah. And have your plan B set in place so that when shit does hit the fan, it's not going to be absolutely devastating. We're just we'll just we'll just ride with the times stuff's changing so quickly all the time so it's just I think it's it's the mature approach really yeah completely girl and I'm, I'm, at the end of the day we've always got each other and I've always got the amazing women that I've met through this industry even if it all does fall apart around us 
<laughs> there you go. Yeah. And you're so and you're so multi talented. There are so many amazing things that you do that <laughs> I feel like if if the if the adult industry or the sex industry just just goes down completely and it's the most illegal thing on the planet and we can't touch it with a barge pole, then you know there's still awesome stuff that we can do. We're we're amazing people. We're capable of so many things. So many things. And yeah, especially in the creative arts. There's so much cool stuff that yeah, we do. Yeah, all about diversifying. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing, Kato. Thank you so fucking much. You're an absolute thank queen. You. This has been tons of fun. Thank you. Have you got any um, cool projects coming up or anything that you want to plug? Uh, cool projects. Um, well, I'm just forging ahead with the band right now, and we're going to start some rehearsals next month, and hopefully go on tour by October. So um, yeah, I'm um, I'm looking forward to getting some some live show experience under my belt, and then we're hoping to book some really cool shows over in Europe in the spring. So I'll definitely be posting about that online, and keep you up to date with where I'm going to be, and um, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, how amazing. I would love to meet you actually in person. That'd be really fun. That'd be it's so my fun. On my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> and where can we find you online? You can find me um, on Instagram at KatoPunk. And you can also find me um, if you just go to thisiskato.com. There's a, a links page to everything that I do and all of my, all of my shit. So, yep, thisiskato.com amazing oh god thank you so much i've had such an amazing time i feel so uplifted and inspired now oh me too me too thank you for this This is awesome thank you so much girl well you take care now and i will hopefully meet you in the flesh very very soon yes please Alrighty. (laughs) thanks girl bye bye mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.